0: You know, I was just thinking this morning as, uh, as we're sitting next to Olga and Henry in, in our church, it, just, it does make me whew, shake my head and think we've come a long way from the first <laughs> days of Ecuador. We met Olga at, at a little town called Oyacachi way up in the mountains. We took a team of about 28 or 29 people, and, and uh, Olga was helping Paul and Jones translate uh, both not only Spanish but a little bit of quichua as well. Uh, which is the Indian tribe there. Um, and then they invited us to uh, Santiago Church, and we were overwhelmed with the welcome they gave us and made us, made, making us feel a part of their family. It was uh, we, we, we bonded there, and, and that bond just began growing and growing and growing. And then, after doing a number of construction projects in Ecuador, where Olga was on the trip with us, uh, we decided to do a, a construction project at Santiago Church. And... Uh, and it was an amazing trip, because not only did we do construction, usually when we do the construction, we go back to the hotel or find someplace to eat. But Santiago Church, where they're from, said, no, no, you're not going anywhere. We're going to break you up into groups, and you're going to come and eat with our families. And so we ate in their houses. And then they said, in addition to eating in our houses, we want you to come to our small group. So on another night, we broke up again and went to their houses and went to small group. And uh, again, the welcome they gave us was overwhelming. And now... We've decided uh, next year to have a construction project, and this is a little bit of a story. But um, when we go in the fall to Ecuador, we go to orphanages, and and we and while we we're in the orphanages, we met another ministry called Extreme Response, and they work in Ecuador in a number of countries, and they help, they help with community care, they help with a, a number of things and a, a, a urgent care for for people in, in the countries. Well, they also worked with the orphanage, and they said. Why don't you come with us and visit the city dump? And we said that'd be great. So we went to the city dump, and it, you know, it gets you a little bit nervous because the, when we first went there, um, you know, we, we, the history of the dump was the people in Ecuador who are very poor live off the dump. They eat off the dump. They live off the dump. Uh, and and so, extreme response being a, a, an attention to urgent care said we have a vision from God to take the people off the dump. And so. And so they began the ministry. They, they, they took the children and they, and they uh, bought some temporary buildings and they established daycare for the parents, and uh, for the children of the parents. And then they said, okay, now we've got to get the mom and dad off the dump. And so they, they talked with the government. They worked with the people of the dump. And the dump said, you know what? If they'll do recycling, we'll give them a salary. And so they gave them a, a bit of a wage, which allowed them to buy food, Not off the dump food, but buy food, take care of their care. And so all of a sudden, the mission began to grow. And then they said, you know what we're going to do? In addition to doing that, we're going to provide family counseling and marriage counseling and Bible studies and whatever. And then God began to grow this ministry to enormous proportions. And they said, and we said, and they said, you know, what we'd like to do now is to provide for the people. Well, let's build a house right near the dump, and then the, the families can have a house, and they can have daycare, and they can have food. And then they can go to work every day like everybody else. And, and, we, and, and suddenly that ministry took off again and expanded again. And, they, and we said, what we'd like to do in, in 2013 is come to the dump and build a house. And we said, and we couldn't think of anybody better that we'd like to work with than Santiago Church. And so for the Ecuadorians, they said, that would be great. We would marry up with Applewood Community Church, and we'll go to the dump together, and we'll build a house. That's what's okay. happening in 2013. But where this started and to where we are today, it's, it's 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 like Moses said when they when they got to the Red Sea, said he said, "Stand back and let your God, let's let our God fight for you." That's what it's been. When I hear that verse, I think of what's happened in Ecuador and what we've seen God growing. I go, "Wow, I have watched my God fight for the people of Ecuador, and it's been whew, it's been an amazing trip. I can't wait for 2013." Because every year I come home, I say, "Well, maybe that's our last trip, and then I get that flavor in my soul and I say i'm going back <laughs> so um with that with, let me introduce you now to Olga and henry and, and Caleb, not Caleb, Caleb in espanol <laughs> Come step little next to me. this is Caleb <laughs> this is Olga oh or we, we have a friendly name for her. we call her Oguita. it's an endearing name. And Henry, and they are pastors for Santiago Church. And they, their church is about, in total, about 120 maybe. people. Um, we put a, a roof over. We, we 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 built half the roof. We're going to go back someday and do the other half of the roof. But they're, they're, they're it's just a, a, a real privilege for me to introduce them to you. I, I hope today you get a chance to spend some time and talk with them and see how things are going in Santiago Church. Maybe you'll even get a little bit of twinge in your soul to think, maybe I could build a house in 2013. But I wanted to introduce them to you, and now Olga uh, will be teaching, but Henry has something he wants to
1: give to our church. Buenos días.
2: Buenos días. Good morning.
1: Qué bendición es poder estar aquí con ustedes en esta mañana.
2: It's a great blessing to be with you this morning.
1: Creo que es una alegría saber de cómo hemos podido ir creciendo juntos en este proceso de ser una familia.
2: We rejoice when uh, we can see the process of uh, being together and growing as a family.
1: No voy a predicar, no voy a hablar mucho porque si no van a decir que estoy predicando.
2: I'm not going to talk a lot because I don't want you to uh, listen to me preaching.
1: creo que más <laughs> que construir algún edificio, hemos buscado que como iglesia podamos construir relaciones con nuestros amigos y familia del pacto.
2: We have a really build uh, or make construction projects together, but what we really want to build is relationships uh, with our families, with our brothers and sisters in, in Christ.
1: Gracias por venir a nuestro país. Gracias por venir a nuestra iglesia.
2: Thank you for coming to our country, Ecuador, and also for visiting us in the in the church.
1: It's a blessing tenerles and to with you. It's
2: always a blessing to have you and to share with you.
1: Bienvenidos.
2: You are all welcome.
1: La Iglesia Santiago también quiere entregar a ustedes una uh, placa donde damos.
2: Also, our church, Santiago Church, wants to uh, give Applewood Community Church a plaque uh, as a uh, shown our pain, thankfulness, thankfulness to the church and to the people here. Uh, I'm gonna read what is written here. It says. Uh, The Covenant Church of Santiago, thanks to our brothers and sisters from Applewood Community Church for helping us in our construction project of the church for bonding bonds of friendship and the impact in our lives. May God bless you greatly. Psalm uh, 127.1. That was the verse that they have um, in that year when they were helping us, when you were helping us.
1: Thank you very much, my friends. (laughs)
2: Muchas <laughs> gracias mis amigos. Well, good morning again. Can you hear me well? Yeah, okay. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> it's the first time that I'm gonna preach in a, in um in a foreign language, so <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit different, but I think we have the same spirit, I mean and God is going to talk um, through his spirit to every, every heart and every mind this morning, right? Okay. But I have all written, so <laughs> that's good. Okay. Uh, is that okay if I pray in Spanish? You know, language of the heart, right? <laughs> okay. Padre, gracias por este día, por tu amor y tu fidelidad. Lo bueno que tú eres con nosotros, Señor. Qué privilegio. Que bendición estar en este lugar y que, que tú puedas usarme, Señor. Que los dichos de mi boca y la meditación de mi corazón sean agradables a ti, Señor. Amén. Well, um, what I want to share is about building and being built. Uh, could you please open your Bibles in Ephesians 2, verses 19 through 22. First, I want to share a story. If you have lightly heard about the man who walked past three brick layers at work, he stopped and asked the first one, What are you doing? Laying bricks, was the dejected, grumbling reply. He asked the second on the same question. He answered with a bit more life, I'm making a wall. He came to the third and repeated the question. The third brick layer Looked up with a dreamy, excited faraway look in his eye and said, I'm building a temple. Let's read the passage here in Ephesians 2, verses 19 19 through 22. Okay. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God God lives by his spirit. Amen? This passage, passage here focuses on the building of God's new temple, the church. The perspective is that of the last brick layer on the big picture, the end result, the goal. First, the first point I want to share is Jesus defines the church. In the verse 19, you can see that Jesus is defining what, what the church is. We can see in the first verses of the char- chapter 2 that the cross is the means by which Christ creates a new kind of people, The church. Is by the cross, but the means of the cross that we became, we become one. To be a believer is to be in Christ, and those who are in Christ are the church of Christ. As believers come together, loving, serving, and building one another up, Christ is made visible. The church of Christ is the means by which Christ is made visible in this world. Practically speaking, this means as we grow closer to Christ, come to resemble him more and grow in our walk with him. Our relationships with one another will grow deeper also. We walk deeply with Christ, and the consequence is that of this is that we walk more deeply with one another. We come to love Christ in increasing measure. The consequence of this is that we come to love one another more deeply. We are being joined together in him. This is happening even now. It does not exist difference because of race, color, language, or status. We are joined together in him. Amen. I don't know how many nationalities are here represented, but it's so great to see in this country how many people share together, live together, and there are no differences. And that becomes a great reality When we come to Christ, there are no difference. We are joined. uh, We are being joined together in Him. Amen. Amen. In Christ Jesus, God takes a disparate group of people and forms them into a nation which reflects His holiness and proclaims His excellencies. This is what the Church of Christ is made to be. Jesus' work of reconciliation of bringing together. Boy Jews and gen- Gentiles is that the word yeah if we see in the verses here in Ephesians at the beginning uh, the Apostle Paul he's telling how the cross has taken away all the barriers that were between Jew- Jews and Gentiles and that's what is Jesus doing the cross for us he take every barriers that were between us and he make a bridge. And that bridge is coming closer between ecuador and, and america <laughs> so that that uh Jesus work of reconciliation of bringing together both Jews and gentiles this time bringing together America and Ecuador and making us into one body which he then reconciles with god that is what we experience when we have apple team uh, uh apple team comes to Ecuador we worship together we are together working together and we see how we became we become one the second uh, point is we are a holy temple ephesians two twenty one when Paul talks of the church which is like a holy temple he's talking about us we are the temple holy temple a temple set apart God, a temple which reflects the, the character and purity of a holy God. Jesus causes the church to grow into a holy temple in the Lord. Jesus is at work, growing us in maturity and holiness. There is a, grow, a great hope in this. We all have this hope. The great hope of the gospel is that Christ Jesus continues to work in his people and his church how many of you can say amen to that amen if we if we sh- we could have the time to share our testimonies Henry and I what to what God has done in our life it's amazing we don't have words to express our gratitude that, where he has taken us from and and now we are useful to him we are vessels in his hands and we are so glad that we can serve him that we have dedicated our lives to serve him i think that's uh, that's the best uh, decision that we have taken in our lives and henry said and the second best decision i have made is mary olgita ah. <laughs> <laughs> he understood he understood that. <sighs> so it's a great hope in this you know also when i go to my hometown and they can see they can really see that God has done something special in, in my life. Because I'm, I'm from Colombia. Originally, I was born in Barranquilla, Colombia, so that's why I'm talking about my hometown that is a different from Henry. They can see that Jesus is working in my life. so that The great hope of the gospel is that Christ Jesus continues to work in his people and in his church. The great hope The hope of the gospel is that Christ Jesus continues to save us every day. The great hope is that Christ Jesus continues to transform us and continues to make, make us holy. We must never forget that Jesus built his church, that Jesus is with us. Number three, a dwelling place for God. The outcome of all of this is glorious. Consider all the choice made to be. Ephesians, the verse 22 says, And in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. This image is one of intimacy and belonging. I want to ask you a question this morning. Where do you think of as home? Your answer likely depends on what, what stage of life you are at. But most people have a place that they call home. It's a place of warmth, of accept, acceptance, of love. How did it get to be home? Probably the main factor is that there were or there are people that, who love and accept you. I feel home today. I was never at the beginning, but now I'm getting there. <laughs> you know, it's different to preach in another language. Ooh, I get very passionate when I preach in Spanish. So. <laughs> but thank you very much. I really, We really feel like home here. You know, there are people... It's not the same language, but we can see, we can feel your love and your acceptance, how the way we are. And a little bit different. Uh, Rick is is teaching Caleb, I am white and you are dark, but in Spanish, yo soy blanco, tu eres moreno. (laughs) (laughs) So, but Caleb, you know, this morning we told Caleb, we are going to church, Caleb. And he said, are we going with Ricardo? <laughs> so what does it mean, you know, that he is feeling love, that he's feeling accepting here, you know? And kids can, you know, say the truth very easily, right? <laughs> so I feel like home, and that is what church is also made to be, like home. This passage talks about the church, and God wants it to be home. It is his home that is the point of verse uh, 22. And it is to be our home also. So when you come to Ecuador, when you visit Santiago, we are going to do our best to make you feel home. How do we become that as a church? First, we love and care for each other. Yeah, for one another actively, persistently, tenaciously. I learned that word. <laughs> when needed. <laughs> Second, we spend time together. Far far more than simply running for a worship service on Sunday. Third, we need to be real with one another. We need to take risks of letting others see our hurts and flaws and needs. So that we can truly love and care for each other. Practically speaking... Accomplishing that in a worship service is a virtually impossible task. That kind of home needs to be found in smaller gatherings of people where there is more interaction and more opportunity to know each other. That's why we made them to go to the small groups in Santiago, remember? (laughs) That is why small groups are such an important part of our church in Ecuador. And while we keep talking about them and encouraging people to join one or create one, we can and need to strive for this in our worship services. But it is in small groups that this finds its greater fulfillment. The rest of the passage describes this household of God with building metaphors running through it. It talks about the foundation, talks about the corner store that is Jesus Christ and each of us as individual bricks. So you know what a brick is because most of the houses here <laughs> are built with bricks right? The verse um, the, apo- the apostles and prophets are the foundation Christ the corner store what makes us the walls you and I this picture the picture of, is of individual bricks. Each being put into place, that is you and I, we are each a brick, being placed somewhere in the wall of the church. Look at what God is building out of us together. In the verse 21, it says, a holy temple in the in the Lord. In the verse 22, a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Isn't that incredible? Amazing. God himself living in us. And us together becoming a holy temple. I take great comfort personally in the fact that God is the building. Notice it. Nowhere said this is what we are to create. It is in him that the verb form in passive is being done to us. Someone else, God by the spirit, is the one building this this holy temple. And that is good because I know we can't build a church like that. We can't make us into a holy temple. We can't build it. We can only be obedient to the builder. And if we aren't obedient, we can mess up the building. (laughs) We can make it so that it's not holy. But that is not the point of the image. The image is of the whole joined together and becoming a holy temple. What is more, most exciting to me is that it is clearly evident that God is at work among us. God is leading us. God is in control, calling us to know who we are as his, as his children. To know that he has called and equipped and empowered us to be a witness for him in our world. He has sent us to do that. We respond in obedience. How many of you want to be obedient to that? Where do you fit in? I believe beyond any hint of doubt that God has brought us together as a church for for this moment in time. That God has given us each gifts and abilities and called us each to use them in service to God's kingdom. We need each brick brick in its place. If you had told me 6 months ago that I will be here preaching today, I might have not believed. It. <laughs> <laughs> but that is where my brick fits right now. Where does yours fit? Maybe a better question is, how do you find out where your brick fits? Let me suggest this. First, Look around for the needs. Look more beyond, farther. Look about, Look around for the needs. Second, pay attention to which of those kind of grabs you. Even if you have never dreamed, you would or could do anything like that. Three, pray about, about it. Four, most important, if you are not sure, try it and see. I know a lot. I am a teacher. A Spanish teacher. So I know a little about teaching and learning. And I believe that the best way to learn something is to try it. Also with languages, you have to try it. Even if I made mistakes, I know I'm doing a lot today. <laughs> Even if if um, we made mistakes, try it. And get some someone to walk beside you to teach to teach you how to do how to do it. And if the results are that God's kingdom is served and you know god has used you there then you may have may have found your place consider the glorious complexity of god's interaction with the church building us up together with all our differences with different desires with different priorities perspectives and personalities but remember in him you are also are being built transformed, and made to be his holy temple. There is a great encouragement in this. Yes, you are also his, and joined together with the saints, being built up into a holy temple. So to finish, remember, in him, you are members of the household of God, a dwelling place for God. You are being built, transformed, and made to be his holy temple. I would like to finish with with a prayer, could you open your Bible in Ephesians 3, 20, 21? This is why we must pray, as Paul prayed, because of what God has done and is doing with his church. Ephesians 3, 20, 21. Would you mind standing up, please? Thank you. Could we read it together? Amen. Ephesians 3 20, 21 Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to Him be glory in the church, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. To Him. Be glory in Applewood Community Church. To him be glory in the church in Ecuador. To him be glory in his church forever. Amen.